quarterback to ever play this game and, and just an amazing ambassador and athlete and Pat Pat Mahomes basically being Michael Jordan in cleats and I'm gonna hot take that all week singing singing my goats praises but I gotta talk about I gotta talk about Dave also known as plug two from from De La Soul and his passing over the weekend. And, and I know he he has shared that he'd been dealing with health problems over the years, heart failure, which, which is no joke, and had been unable to tour and, and, and be out there on stage with his brothers. But when I when I saw on Sunday afternoon that, that he had passed away, I didn't I didn't know that that he wasn't going to survive and hadn't even really thought about it. De La Soul was so instrumental in my life as, as a young kid. And there are a few groups in my life that, that were life-changing. They changed my perspective. They changed my views. They changed how I absorbed and indulged in music. And De La Soul was one of those groups. The, the De La Soul is Dead album. I played that album backwards and forwards and forwards and backwards and over and over and over and over again. And they're at the height of the native tongue movement with Black Sheep, A Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, Leaders of the New School. And I love De La Soul, and and Dave was my favorite MC in De La Soul. They were so creative, really bridging the gap from the 70s and early 80s, which is what hip-hop started as, and bridging that gap and taking it into what became the golden era. And De La Soul, I'm I'm only, when they came out with Potholes in My Lawn, the Three Feet High Rising album, I'm thinking that I was like 10 or 11. Some of the stuff that they were saying was over my head. I remember the video, Me, Myself, and I. Dave had a slope. I immediately went out and got a slope. Some people call it the Gumby. Bobby Brown called it the Gumby. I had a Gumby because I saw De La Soul rocking it. And I was like, if those dudes is rocking it, I would be just like them. I would be cool like them. But the creativity of their music and the sampling was just, they were, they were so far ahead of their time. There were groups in, in the late 80s, early 90s. Eric B. and Rakim, they were really far ahead of their time. Just from a production standpoint. But De La Soul, they were so, when Outkast came out, they were ahead of their time. It was a little later. But De La was so original 
and so dope. And just the essence of what hip hop is, was, and should be moving forward. And so it it kills me to to see our soldiers passing away and no longer making music. I, I really feel like with Fife passing and now Dave passing, it's just that's that's a section of my childhood that that has died. It was such phenomenal music, and it's just so crazy that he passes right before they get all of that mess and the whole record industry rule 4080, all of the nonsense that they had with Tommy Boy Records, and finally got their catalog and are able to post their catalog on iTunes and Spotify. Go try to find De La Soul's albums. You can't find the majority of them. The classics, the the early, the five micers. You can't find those joints because they had so many issues with their label. And I believe they're re-releasing all of their material on, on March 23rd. Because I know that I've pre-ordered several of their albums that I have not had access to over the years. I mean, the Stakes is High album was amazing. It's just, they've, they also put out like five or six really good albums. And it's just going to be hard to, I can't imagine them without Dave. Like, I just I just can't imagine them. I, and I love Plug One. I love Pasta News. Obviously, Maceo is a, is a bad DJ. He's amazing on the turntables. But, but man, that, that really hurt, hurt my heart. But I want to, I want to pivot. I just had to talk about that. I want to pivot and talk about Patrick Mahomes. And his greatness wins, wins in the Super Bowl, wins in finals, wins in clutch championship situation. Those wins count. The best of the best show up when it matters the most and they find a way to win when it matters the most. Even if the odds are stacked against them, even if they're injured, even if they're sick, even if they have stuff going on in their personal life, they find a way to win more than they find a way to lose. Now, I know that with the Michael Jordan comparison, everyone is expected to go undefeated, the Joe Montana comparison. And when you're a really good team, you're going to Super Bowl often, even if you're Tom Brady, you can't win them all. You're going to, you're going to bump into an Eli. You're going to bump into the NASCAR package with Strahan and Tuck and JPP. And we have these, these constant arguments about what constitutes being the GOAT. What constitutes greatness? What constitutes transcendence? And we all have our own opinions. My opinion, the best of the best to me is not necessarily individuals. I'm looking at someone at their apex and at their zenith. I'm not necessarily looking at the stat compiler. And I'm not calling Brady a stat compiler. I'm definitely not calling LeBron James a stat compiler. If you play 20-plus years, you're going to compile a lot of stats. Obviously, you have to be amazing to play for 20 years. you got to keep your body in excellent conditioning to play for 20 years. You have to understand the game, the X's and O's to play for 20 years. But like in baseball, Rafael Palmeiro, I think he had, now he's on roids, but I think he had like 620 home runs in his career. Nobody thinks that, nobody thinks or ever thought that Rafael Palmeiro was one of the best players in baseball. He was just around for a long time. He's hitting 30 home runs a year. He was on the juice. And they lied to Congress about it. 
But Rafael Palmero is a is a compiler. I look at people like Gail Sears and Terrell Davis that they didn't necessarily do it for 20 years, 15 years, but when they were on that field, they were the best player on that field every time they were on that field. I think that's some of the mystique about Michael Jordan because he retired twice. So he could, if he had played straight through, he would have played for 20 years, but he retired a couple of times. Every time Michael Jordan was on the court, basically from day one when he was a rookie, he was the best player on the court, maybe year two. Maybe year three, actually. I think year two he got hurt. Year three, he averaged 37 a game, which is insane for a guard in that era when they could close on you. Patrick Mahomes is always the best player on the field. doesn't matter who he's on the field with. It doesn't matter how good the defense is. The Eagles are, are were a loaded team. And I say were because they got, they're got going to have to pay a lot of people in the offseason. They're going to have to work a deal out with Jalen Hurts. If I was them... I would I would sign Jalen Hurts now. Just take the I take the L on the salary cap now because it's going to cost more. So when I moved to Cashville from from Phoenix, I didn't want to pay five and a quarter for a house. I was looking at a house. Me and my beautiful wife were engaged at that time, and I was just like, man, this is a lot of money to live in Metro Nashville. And I remember <laughs> I remember the sales agent. She was like, look. I'm going to sell this house whether you buy it or not. But I'm just letting you know that the prices are not going down. So if you don't buy this house now, it's going to cost you a lot more to buy it later. And she was absolutely unequivocally right. That same house would, would cost me about 700 Now. I still think that's too much to, to pay to live in Nashville. I'm, I'm figuring out, trying, I'm trying to figure out how I can wait until the foreclosure. The next run of foreclosures in, <laughs> in the recession and people having to vacate their homes because cause they're upside down. I'm waiting for that. I'm just sitting and holding, holding my money right now. But if you're an Eagles fan, you, you want to sign Jalen Hurts now because it's, it's going to cost more. Once Burrow gets paid, once they figure out, the Ravens figure out what they're going to do with Lamar, somebody's going to give Lamar a guaranteed contract for 50 M's a year. Once the dust settles on the next round of people getting paid, I mean, Kyler freaking Murray is a top five quarterback as far as getting paid salary. You got to sign Hurts. Hurts is much better than Kyler Murray. It's not even close. So you got to get that deal done. Don't expect them to take a complete hometown discount, but, but get it done now. It's going to hurt a year from now, two years from now. And Jalen Hurts balled out in the Super Bowl. They did not lose that game because of Jalen Hurts. They lost that game because the defense that I think people like me, I thought the Eagles were going to win. I thought the Eagles were going to win relatively easily. And the Eagles were on their way to winning easily. Until they had that turnover, that fumble that was picked up for a touchdown. I remember texting one of my boys. I was like, you don't want to give Patrick Mahomes seven free points. That's not a good idea. You 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 want to you want to get out on them. The Eagles dominated the first half. The Eagles could have been up thirty-one to seven or twenty-seven to seven at halftime. But that defensive touchdown that the that the Chiefs scored helped them to stay in the game. And then Andy Reid does what Andy Reid does. He figures it out. He scripts plays, and and the Chiefs dominated the second half. But Patrick Mahomes, man. 
That guy, like I said, I've said before, I'm a Colts fan. I watched every snap of Peyton Manning's career with the Colts. He's so much better than Peyton Manning, who I think was the best quarterback that I ever saw before Pat Mahomes. I always thought that, that Manning was a better quarterback than Brady. Brady had better teams. Brady beat Manning head-to-head, but Peyton Manning didn't have Teddy Bruschi and Vince Wilfork and Ty Law and Willie McGinnis and, and all of those Hall of Fame guys that, that played for the Patriots. Even even the backups, even even Larry Izzo. And Tony Dungy was a was a heck of a coach, but, but he wasn't no Bill Belichick. So Brady had a lot of advantages that Peyton Manning didn't have. But I, I look at Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes is better. It's only year five of him being a starter. Patrick Mahomes has been to the AFC Championship every single year as a starter. He's been to three Super Bowls, one, two, two MVPs, one fifty touchdown season. I mean, I, I don't, I can't imagine anyone has had a better start to his career in professional sports period, except maybe Derek Jeter. And Patrick Mahomes isn't; he's just getting into his prime. He's just kind of getting into his prime. Taking that Chiefs team that lost so many people and lost that flash and that speed and those weapons, losing losing Cheetah. And taking that Chiefs team and winning a Super Bowl, man, that's that's nothing less than than amazing. And I, I just gotta give him his props. What what an amazing quarterback. And like I said, an ambassador for the league he is. And it's it's hard to root against a guy like that. He's he took a hometown discount. He's not a diva. He keeps a moderately low profile. I I just I just love him, man. This is this is the 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 future of sports. And and everyone Patrick Mahomes was was such a great quarterback that he was getting Cliff Kingsbury jobs. Because Cliff Kingsbury coached him at Texas Tech and Cliff Kingsbury is a complete moron. Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. James Lewis. But I'm not trying to wish ill upon him, but we know historically that he's going to pull a groin. He's going to tweak a knee. He's going to tweak a shoulder. He's going to have a, a, a hangnail, a chipped tooth, the stomach flu. He'll be in the COVID protocol. He'll wrench his back, opening the, the door to get some cereal in his refrigerator, get some milk for his cereal. He'll slip after a workout. He'll have sciatica. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. I mean, we just know that, that Anthony Davis is not built to play 82 games. He's not going to be healthy. It's not a knock on him. I'm not saying that he's soft. I'm just saying that some people, when God created them, he did not create them to play an 80-game NBA season. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J for MedHealth Clinical and Dr. Fabian Garcia. MedHealth Clinical focuses on internal medicine, primary care, and value-based services in the Winter Garden area of Orlando, Florida. 
Dr. Garcia is renowned for his treatment of chronic conditions such as obesity, hyperlipidemia, and diabetes. He personally coached me in intermittent fasting, which along with other dietary changes, helped me to lose 70 pounds. Dr. Garcia truly has a passion for helping people change their lives and take control of their health. Call 321-989-6887 or go to medhealthclinic.com to book an online appointment. I'm the latest hashtag challenge, and everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. Again. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. No! Pizza, pizza! We're ready! Enjoy game day with a fancy pepperoni with over 100 Old World pepperonis. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> 